Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showitz. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God Fix it so I'm, you know, I look, I look good. That doesn't help, but hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh, and I'm Corbs. And All I right, have and boy- something to say, Paul. You know, it worries me when you do this because last time shit got real. <laughs> you know, I, I, I saw the, um, the taglines that you used for the last episode, and we're not even going to talk about the name of the episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, how inappropriate that was. Um, I texted you about that personally, and I, I know you don't feel bad, but I, I didn't like you saying Hugh is a stock genius. Oh, okay? because, that's what you're going with. <laughs> because I, I had started reading about this stuff the week before we did the show. Calling me a stock genius is like saying you're a humility genius because Kristen called you a douchebag and you watched two videos on YouTube about how not to be a narcissistic asshole. You know, it just doesn't happened. track. I, well, obviously <laughs> it wouldn't, but still, uh, I was like, wait a second. I mean, you can call me Dr. Hugh, you call me all sorts of things, but it's like, I ran up and learned about something for the show and you called me a genius and I'm worried people went out and spent their life savings. <laughs> I did. Uh, did you? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, either, you know, there, there's some stuff to talk about there. I don't know if you want to circle back to that, but some um, really dirty underhanded shit went on this week. Okay, let's um, start off with it. You're already rolling. Okay. Go. Yeah, go um, for it. So you, you probably all, are, all know that you know game stock prices uh, plummeted. The the stock has gone down um, almost like fifty bucks. Uh, people who bought in at four hundred dollars, three hundred some odd dollars, um, losing their shirts and everything. And there are a lot of different viewpoints on this. Okay, and I'm not going to get into everything. Um, some of the issues are you know the company who did this shorting to begin with. Other people are saying they covered their shorts which mathematically it doesn't look like it's possible. And they never actually said anything. They've said nothing. So they can't be hauled into court, but news outlets have said, Oh, I talked to a person there and they covered their shorts, pushes the stock down. Um, short ladder attacks. We talked about before where they trade them, pushing the stock down um, and, and scaring people into selling. Uh, the biggest thing that bothers me though, well, there's two things. Number one, um, the sec 
you know, the, the governmental body in charge of all this, who, uh, when there actually is a review of their own behavior, they actually do it themselves. So they look at their own work and say, oh, yeah, it was good. Nothing bad happened. Um, they have announced that they are going to be investigating and lurking on message boards to see if they can find illegal activity. So we uncover the fact that Wall Street is doing the general public dirty and their response is, yeah, we're going to look at the general public. Yeah, we're coming so to you that, instead. Outstanding. Yeah, that's bullshit. But the, the other thing is what happened in news media. And this is really disheartening. I opened my, um, my news on uh, Tuesday. And you know what I saw? All over the news, Reddit shifts their stock, um, their, their stock attack to silver. I saw um, that too. Reddit big, uh, Reddit, Wall Street bets big on um, pharmaceuticals. You know what was happening in Wall Street bets? They were like, do you guys have another uh, another message board somewhere? Because everyone was saying, don't buy silver, don't buy anything else. It takes money away from GameStop stock. Unless these news organizations are just taking talking points from Wall Street, they are outright lying to force people to move into other things so the GameStop price could go down. And I mean, I've been on there this whole time and I'm like seeing silver. Nobody is saying buying silver. Wow. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's not just, oh, it could be seen as this. No, it, it outright lying and all the media outlets are doing it. You know, this is the next stock, um, you know, Reddit's going after. You've probably seen multiple articles, articles yep. like that. This is all from Wall Street Bets Reddit. They are not doing that. <laughs> So this so is this looks to be a concerted effort to undermine what they've done. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that that just it, it's so disheartening. You know, I mean, come on, like Wall Street can't afford to pay out a couple billion to all the people who got them at their own game. They'll change the rules. They'll make sure it'll never happen again. And none of them are, are losing the ability to pay their mortgage next month. You know, right. I mean, this right. isn't even real money they're playing with. Um, but it's it's like they're not content with getting 90% of the pie for January and February. They have to have it all, which leads to what another some other people think may have happened is the company may have actually bought the shorts at the, the $400 prices and immediately turned around and reshorted the stock because they knew that everybody was pushing the, the price down. And now they have to you know give them back at $50 a share. So they, they make all the money they would have lost. Or right. they did lose. They they earn it all back. It's it's dirty. It's disgusting. And I, I feel like we should just burn it down. It's basically a place for the rich to play with money and take money away from the the small people. Mm-hmm. And Which the, the government illustrated. Yes. Yeah. The government body in charge of it isn't going to do anything but look at us. You know. Look yeah, at. That, that seems that's, that seems a bit shady. That the the governing body of that is themselves. And I was like, they're just going to look at it and go, ah, oh, everything's fine. But the American people are the ones that did everybody dirty. Yeah, that, that's what they're saying. And uh, people are out. I mean, they put their entire life savings into this. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't risk there. And it, it was stupid. I mean, if I had had the money, I might have bought a share or two, but I wouldn't have dumped my entire life savings. You know, it, that's assuming I have a life savings. Um, but uh, <laughs> given that, you know, it's based on how everything is going, it was a smart move to make at the time. And the, and the fact that everything that's driven this price down appears to be artificial manipulation i feel like somebody should be held accountable oh 100 but it doesn't look fair. like that's going to happen they're covering their own yeah reddit's left holding the bag yep. so yeah that's that's the update on it. i really hope no one went out and invested a ton of money you know i spent 40 bucks on amc and nokia and i'm just going to hold it and you and you and you say that because the, the next the next morning 
and Sunday morning, I was looking at that cash app app for my phone. I was going to put it on my phone and I was kind of wondering, okay, well, you know, what's the next big stock that they're going to try to do something to. And I saw the thing about silver and I balked at buying some just because I wasn't hundred percent sure. And now what you're saying is it seems like that was something that they were doing just to kind of get people to look away from the GameStop. Yeah. That's exactly aspect of it and get you to look someplace else so that they could do something to get them to sell it so they could cover their losses. Basically. Yeah. 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 It's, it's financial manipulation. And you know what, if you were, you or I did that, we would end up getting prosecuted. Right. But they're, they're trying to say that they think maybe Reddit, uh, you know, it's, it's covered under insider training. Um, this is information posted on a public message board. There's no, nothing insider going on here. There's right. nothing illegal about it. Um, I'm just wondering if they're really going to uh, try to trump up charges. Uh, God, can we come up with a new name for that? <laughs> but, uh, uh, trump up charges and somehow actually uh, charge somebody, you know, one of the the owner or the, the people who started the board. They'll, because- they'll figure out a way to, to hold somebody within, within Reddit responsible for it. Yeah. They'll, they'll figure out some way. Like you said, it's the, it's the body that govern they're governing themselves. And they'll be like, well, we've been doing it for 25 years. American people finally caught on to it. So they're at fault for catching on. Basically, right. yeah. Yep. So that's that's what's up. That'll, you'll, you'll hear, you know, six months down the road that Reddit was, you know, fined whatever for allowing this to happen. Maybe we'll, something, we'll, something stupid like that. Yeah. To, to, to cover, <clears throat> to take the blame off of the hedge fund that was doing it, put the blame on Reddit for allowing their somebody on their message board to post that, to, to ha- have these people buy the stock and influence the stock when that's what they were trying to do on their, by themselves and make the money themselves. Yeah. And they got caught at it. And now they're trying not, not to own up to it and figure some way to blame it on everybody else. They're, they're going to use somebody as a scapegoat. Exactly. They're, they're going to get punished for having the audacity to play their own game Yep, is what it's going to come down to. Right. Agreed. But that's all I got to say about that. All right. So then we'll roll into what we normally would do in uh what you guys playing? <laughs> Valhalla. Still Valhalla, yes. Does anybody expect a different answer? No, but how long can we keep this going? <laughs> well, how many I, I weeks? don't know. I'm a close to close to eighty hours in, and I I, I don't know if how far I am through the game, but uh, uh man, just keeps getting better. Um, but I can't really talk about it because you guys aren't there. Paul, did you play more than twelve and a half minutes this week? Um, I've actually clocked, according to the game, um, 13 hours into it. Wow. You want to know something sick? You did that the first day? No. Well, no. <laughs> I, I got an email um, from uh, Sony, uh, you know, basically the year of 2020, all this stuff, and it broke down my stats for the year. Um, game I played the most, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, 175 hours. Holy shit. In the month of the or year uh, in 2020. Oh, no, no, no. It gets better. Total number of gaming hours played, 577. Jesus. Almost 20 full days I spent playing PlayStation <laughs> last year. Man, 44 is great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, got a, I, I got kind of a little chuckle out of it. Because like I said, it says I put in like 12 hours into the game. And I've been going around doing all my quests. I'm actually to the point where they want me to head to England, but I'm ignoring them just to go around, finish getting wealth and uh, so you, so mysteries you went, and all that. You, went, you did the, the fought the 
Kevorgan, Dr. Kevorkian okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> killed him. Yep. You, did you kill the, the elk? Yep. Did you beat the the Drengar? Yep. Really? You beat that guy? Yeah. I beat him for some reason. The, the guy in the cave? Yeah. yeah. You beat him? Wasn't I supposed to? The, the one who asks you to kill him and fight him? Yeah, the one that uh, was Ragnar's guy. You know, I should go back and check that out then because when I ran across him, I couldn't touch him. He was like way too powerful. Oh, yeah, see, I, I, I just I, I killed him last night and I'm now at a like power level like 24. Mm, you're stronger than I am. See, I, I don't know where I was. I didn't even understand how the power levels worked at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've been thinking about going back to Norway just so I can cross that off my list because I've yeah. killed other Drangers since then. But, you know, he uh, he whipped my ass. Yeah, yeah, same thing with me. I mean, I, I get a few blows in on him and whatnot, but he he's been kicking the living shit out of me. So go but back I, I now. All the wealth. What'd you like, say? You said go back now, not now. Like, don't okay. leave the show, but go back. Uh, I gotta at go. Your level now. Yeah, <laughs> he just gets up and walks away. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I I one instance killed him. He didn't. He didn't kill. Me. I was close. Like I I had to use my rations and then i was almost dead but i got him and um i got the spear for killing him so nice. i finally i because i was getting frustrated all this time like where the fuck am i getting a spear that he was talking about i gotta start using and then i just got it from him so how do you yeah, like the spear so far yeah i haven't beaten I, him so i don't like that it's slower to attack but i like the fact that like you can it's got more of a range to it like well, you, I, I you can get two hits in off of him before they get close enough to hit yeah. you. I can't speak for um, how it is at your level or with that particular spear because I don't have it. Um, all I can say is that the spears I'm using, I mean, crazy fast. There's yeah, no, this one isn't. Well, it may just be that you need to add, add more points to speed and stuff like that as you right. go, and and you'll it'll get faster. I, you know, it's one of those things now that I understand how that works. I haven't been paying attention to see if it works. But gotcha. I do know that I'm I'm super fast in spears. Awesome. No, it's it's a little bit slower, but I'd been rocking um his dad's axe and a war hammer that I looted out of one of the raids. And that was okay. fast as hell. Um and I got I gotta take a serious look at my weapons too, because I was looking last night and I have like a flail, I have five or six different axes. Like I need to start looking at my weapons and upgrading. And um, and same with like my bows. I have two other different kinds of bows. I have a recurve bow and a predator bow. So yeah, and I'm still are, using my hunter bow. So I, I'm yeah, I'm still using the hunter bow. Um, well, I mean, I have a the a different bow now. I have the um the one that we talked yeah. about last week. But it's still a hunter bow. The different styles of bows actually display differently. Like I think the predator bow is like goes totally first person, or something. They oh, no they kidding. actually behave differently. No shit. And now I have a helmet too. I I, I looted a helmet somewhere. You, it's his dad's helmet, isn't it? Probably. I, I think that's yeah, when I got it. Is when oh. I killed Kiote him. They announced this week that they are going to be be bringing the uh, trans uh, morgue system from the uh, from Odyssey over to this, well, which basically means uh, pretty soon once once they update it you will be able to keep the armor you have. So you have, you know, if you like the its stats, you like the whatever special powers it has, but you will be able to make it look like any other armor that you have owned. 
Okay, cool. So, so you can actually like there are there are better, cooler looking armor sets than the one I have right now. I won't wear them. Now right. you can make the you basically it's called transmorgify or something like that. Transmorgification. They did that. I, I think it was in one of like the superhero RPGs, um, MMOs. I mean, they did the same idea where like you could keep your look, but you can keep changing your armor. Yeah. To get the better stats and all that. So okay, I get what you're saying on that one. Very cool. Um, so, yeah. Paul, did you did you finally go you, you after you killed Doctor Kevorkian? <laughs> um, and you have to go meet your brother like on the other side of the mountain. You you did that. Yeah, where you had to go to the all thing, King Harold's all thing. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, I texted you that and said I I, I just finished the all thing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and he's like the all thing, <laughs> right? But did you, you, did, you find, did you find all like the wealth and the, the mystery items and the artifacts and all that stuff? No, Norway? and and I was gonna head out until you texted me and said you had all the wealth in Norway. And I'm like, son of a bitch! Now I got to go through it. I think I have like two more slots in the thing for wealth, yeah. but artifacts and uh, mysteries. The artifacts I'm, I'm having. I'm having a hard time. There's three artifacts that you get. I've got two out of the three. The other one is in one of the, the towns. It it shows up. It's a little like a little white dot. Okay. And I, I keep clicking on it. And I keep going there and I don't see anything. Use so Odin's sites. What's that? Use Odin's site to see if anything pops up uh, because that should show show up. And it could be a flighting paper because those are hard to see. You get on top of them and then you don't realize it's up, up in the fucking sky on something. Okay. Because, yeah, I do the Odin site and it says it's, uh, the, it says it's in the, like the hut. But you go in the hut and you, there's two letters to read. It's about a guy asking some girl to run away with him and she wants to run away with his brother. Okay, I, I've been to that hut. I remember those letters. Everybody's been to that hut. Uh, look, <laughs> look, for a, look for like a destructible floor or something. Um, okay. See if there's something that can be broken. Um, also, sometimes like if you use Odin site and you suddenly find out that it's underneath you, which sucks. Um, and then you have to figure out how to get in. Um, okay. I don't remember that specific one. You can always look this shit up on the internet too, if you get really. Yeah, sad. yeah. That, that's how I found. That's how I found out how to get into a few of like the, like some of the well stuff, like the ones that are under underwater. Oh, I couldn't figure out how to get into fucking get comb. Break. What's that? Oh, the did comb. You, that, I uh, fucking hate that. Uh, I remember that. Did, did Did you bang her though? I banged her. Oh. Okay, I was gonna say you chose to bang her, right? I didn't. I actually, um, just like my Odyssey playthrough, my uh, my character refuses to engage in in such a physical chicanery. Died wasted no time jamming that button. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, all you get is things fade to black, and maybe you hear like a, <clears throat> and then you come, and I'm just like, man, you know, anybody who actually does this on all the scenes who chooses to do it must be some kind of pervert because that's not even enough to get a thrill out of. <laughs> um, it's, not like, it's not like god of war where there's an actual mini game where you're banging her and watching you know her boobs oh my watch. god are you serious yeah well i don't know about the new god of war the original god of war well i don't know if you, you saw boobs and then then there was a mini game but if you uh if you did her right you knocked the vase off the table next to the bed and that's what you were watching and how you gauged how well you were doing is if you, you rocked the base, <laughs> base off the table uh, <laughs> but but yeah, no, I, I choose to not let my character get involved in those entanglements. She is just a pure I warrior. I don't think I haven't done yet. I didn't eat the mushroom yet. I did. That's and I, fun. I did it, 
and I am nowhere near ready for that. That says you have to be like a level 240 or something. What? Yeah. Really? You? Yes. Because no, that's no. that's up in the Hujikika area, and that's where where the the giants it's and stuff. Little, come it's in. on the little island. Yeah, dude. the the mush The mushroom things, the agaric challenges. You don't have to be any particular level for that. There's it's yeah, the it's, mushroom, all, it's a puzzle. You go into the little portals or whatever. Yeah. It's, oh, it's we're talking about a different one. The one I did, you eat the mushroom, and then all these like like giants that look like frost giants come charging you, and I, I got seen that. I got I one hit, and I'm dead. And it's up in the area because it's 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 in the red on me. It's up up to the north, and uh, it starts with an H, that area. And it's it's got the the skull next to everything, and it says that it's like um, suggested power level is two eighty or two forty. Okay, is, is this I, I, in I, Britain? I, this isn't in Norway, then. It is in Norway. Oh, it is. Okay, in I know what you're talking about because that, because that's right over by where you meet your brother. Just above that, there's a red thing that says suggested two eighty or whatever. No, no, yep. this is oh. there's a little island in the middle like when you're sailing around and going to the to do the raids and stuff like that there's a little island and there's a if you you got to get in close it pops up with a mushroom on there and you eat the mushroom and then you have to go into i think it's three separate portals and you get something i can't remember what it is you have to do it all in the right order too and they get more complicated like in one it was the one that the other think there's a fox and the fox is just looks like the background just kind of walking around but the fox actually walks to the doors you're supposed to go to in order oh no kidding and you'd never notice i i never even i never would have gotten it so so now that you know that be looking for content content uh, contextual clues like that because they're they it's it's not obvious all the time uh another one you're going to run into when you get to england is the glitch challenges and that blew my mind basically you find a glitch in the matrix and when you go to use it all of a sudden layla is is herself in the world so layla hassan is now in you know ancient england and it's basically platforming there's these structures that raise up into the sky and you have to get to the top um to to get the information for the glitch and there are moving platforms and there's platforms that aren't actually solid unless you turn lasers onto them it's it's crazy but they're so much fun I'm assuming I have a ways to go before I get before I get there, though. Well, I I don't I mean if once you get to England and you can just run across. I ran across it, you know, accidentally. I didn't know they were in the game, nice. um, and I was just like, "What is this?" I mean, you can see it looks like a glitchy thing, and I get up there and all of a sudden I'm Layla, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And then I looked at it, and man, I mean, you're like so high off the ground. It, it gave me that uncomfortable feeling in my stomach and balls. Nice. You know, even though I know what you're game, talking I, about, yeah, yeah, I I was like. It, it, they get so high it's crazy but yeah I've, I've done several of them now and they just get they get more complex but they get really cool nice yes. but it, i'm assuming it takes you out of the element of the game for a little bit with something like that yeah, yeah but in a good way um because you're still in the game world and what's happening is you're getting little bits and pieces like there's audio coming through that she can hear but the people her her handlers can't and they're trying to decode it. And I think all of the, like, she gets little flashes of information. And I think all of this is going to be pieced together as part of a larger mystery later on. Because it's easy to forget that the story you're playing is not the only story in the game. There's also a present day story, uh, which yeah. has gets resolved in little snippets here and there. Okay. okay. Again, got nowhere near that except the very beginning when it did that animus thing. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Because this is my first assassin's creed game so would it help to watch the movie no no but you should it's a good movie was it yeah 
I've uh, I I heard it got like panned pretty bad. I, you know, but. I watched it after playing Odyssey and Origins, and you know what? I mean, I, the purists may have an issue with it, but I, the, the Assassin's Creed idea uh, is is not as hard as some games to translate to a celluloid, but it, it's still challenging um, because it's it's kind of first person in somebody else's shoes. I think they did a good job of that because you you, you really had to have it be third person in somebody else's shoes uh for right. it to work so uh, yeah you definitely should watch it i mean right. i'll have to check it out worth an hour and a half of your time um what i really think you, you'll need to do is once you, you're done with this you want to go back and play origins and odyssey yeah which i have coming so yeah corpse I, I went a little crazy on uh Apparently. with with with, with, oh, with games christmas money well there i mean yeah <laughs> with with uh with christmas money i my uh my bosses actually got both gave me amazon gift cards and so i cashed them in and bought like three or four different <laughs> assassin's creed games i told you about it and he's like so those will last you the rest of your life <laughs> you know i'm gonna suggest too that and this is up to you but i'm gonna suggest that you you maybe play odyssey then origins and the only reason is because you're already doing it out of order. Right. And I feel like origins is, well, I mean, I, you could do it. It's not that big of a deal of uh, Valhalla. The, the mechanics are closer to uh, odyssey than Origins. Okay. I, I feel um, if you go to origins first, you're going to feel a little clunky, but then again, that might be good because Valhalla is a little clunky. I don't know. Maybe you should just play them in order. I think odyssey is the better game, um, but they, I, I mean, I still can't get through origins is so big. I still, I'm not through it all. Nice. Uh, it's it's just huge i mean it, i think it it feels like it's bigger than odyssey and i spent 175 hours on odyssey so go figure <laughs> right uh speaking of of games though um i am so mad at my dog right now Uh-oh. i got i was about to log off work yesterday and i happened to be scrolling the news and saw oh ps5 going to be in stock at walmart at 310 so i clock off from work i go to the walmart web page i keep refreshing keep refreshing all of a sudden, our, our dog wants to go out. I'm like, you can wait till afterwards. She's like, mur, 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 mur. so I let her out. Okay. It's like 302. At 307, I go to let her in. She won't come in. She refuses. She's out in the snow playing. She will not come in. I said, fine, fuck it. Okay. You can stay till after this. So I'm sitting here. I've loaded my payment information. I'm hitting F5. 310 comes around. I hit the button. Nothing changes. Hit the button. Nothing changes. Probably 20 seconds in, nothing has changed so far. And the dog is freaking the fuck out. Like, let me in before I die. So I run. Now, you don't understand. I am probably, if there wasn't a wall here, I'm probably three feet away from the door I had to open. But I had to go around. But it was quick. I mean, I was. I had her in the house in under 10 seconds. I get back here. I hit F5. It Sold says, out. No, cart, add to cart, add to cart, check out, sold out. I, I and I'm just like, are you kidding me? And I went out there, and she's like, I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> I hate you! <sighs> Jeez, so close. So I, I just, you know what? I was gonna hold off on a PS5, but right now, I really just want one so I can transfer all my shit over to it and give Avery the PS4 in the back room so we stop fighting over the PlayStation. <laughs> Not a bad plan. No, she can go back there and play Minecraft till her heart's content. <laughs> See, I've got my PS3 for that. <laughs> but they I got I got Minecraft for Kylie. She played it once and moved on, as she always does. Yeah, my, my son still plays it on he plays it on his computer now. Nice. Well, you can't transfer your shit from Minecraft on PS4 to PS3. So I'd actually have to buy the game over again. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Over. I think I have um 
have it on the the three. I think I'd bought it on that. I'm gonna have to look now. I don't know. Um, you you do know our our good friend, uh, um, Carlton has himself a PS5. He scored. Of course he does. He he got lucky. Yeah. And, and then he texted me, um, 45 minutes after they sold out to tell me about it because that was good of him. Nice. He got it on Friday. Uh, no, no, no. He's had it since um beginning of January. So, well, the shortage is going to continue. Apparently, has to do with uh resistors or transistors there's a huge shortage of them it's it's about to start impacting our other electronic devices too oh wonderful that, that's good like phones and things like that it doesn't matter i won't be able to upgrade a phone for quite a while either so you got a flip phone is that what you said i mean there's one on my my verizon account does that does that count <laughs> <laughs> my dad still is only allowed to use flip phones after what he did so uh, I told this story before, didn't I? I feel like you told a story. Um, Cliff Notes version. Yeah, short short version of it is um, when he was watching the kids one day. Um, I come home and he's freaking out that his phone doesn't work anymore. Um, we get to the bottom of it and come to find out he left it in his hoodie when he did the wash. So he washed it and dried it. Uh, no, just washed it. I'm sorry. And, and then freaked out and. Uh, knew he was going to be in trouble so he put it in my microwave to try and dry it <laughs> yeah so i had to replace the phone for him i took him to verizon and made him tell the verizon people what he did <laughs> you know but what does that say about you that he knew he was going to get in trouble. He's scared to death of you. If I am that age and I want to fucking microwave my phone, my kids give me shit about it. They'll be getting my walking stick in their ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, you have to understand who my dad is. Like he doesn't have a driver's license. He's never had a driver's license. Cannot handle technology. He's basically my kid is what it is. <laughs> so... Like I have to take him everywhere, doctor's appointments, fill out all of his stuff. I just uh, just signed him up for his his COVID uh, vaccine. Oh, let's not go there. Yeah. Well, he wants I it. My, I, did, I did my mom's. I got my mom signed up for hers. I went on the the website there to do it, and holy, right? Fuck! I, I'm dreading the time I got to sign up for mine. It, it, <laughs> it took it, it took me. Like she was on the night before on her phone trying to do it. And there was a slot. She clicked on it. <clears throat> she put in all of her information, but didn't get any confirmation. She got like a pre-registration confirmation in her email. So we were looking at it and I couldn't figure out what it was, what it was. So I'm like, you know what? I was like, fuck it. I just went on, I went on the government website, got on the, got on the list, nothing available at the fairgrounds, nothing mm-hmm. available. So I'm clicking on it, going back, going back. Finally one shows up. So I click on it, start to go in and fill out all the information. I don't have her insurance card with me, so I gotta wait for her to give it to me. Put all the information in, click submit, no longer there. Somebody filled yep. out the information before me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like three trying times. to get a PS5. Right? <laughs> four. Oh, it was four, four for you? It was three times for me to get it from to, to oh, my dad. I was yeah. not happy. So finally there was one one came up was there was two of them that was there. It was eight o'clock and like two thirty in the afternoon. I said I'm clicking on the first one and I'm going through and doing all this information. I put eight o'clock in the morning. I got it. She got signed up for it. I'm like, you're fucking nice. done. Yep. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this shit. 
I said, I understand why people are so pissed right now at this. Yeah, it, it's I mean, insane. And I, but I get it because everybody's jumping on it doing the same thing. Right. Like trying to get a PlayStation 5. Yeah. We, right. we can't even get them yet, can we? We're not old enough. We right? can't. No, we can't ne- yet. Next phase, um, at least I know Corbs and I will be allowed to because diabetes is on the list. So yep. we'll be in. Um, Does working my way there count? <laughs> working hard to get there <laughs> can you put that in the notations and see if they'll do it <laughs> i'm waiting for that achievement to pop up on my screen <laughs> <laughs> all right uh guys real quick what's got you geeked bacon oh i saw bacon. that picture bacon yes. i i took a slab of uh pork belly i cured it uh for the past two weeks today i smoked it and uh, brought it in the house, and I sliced a few slices off and fried them up real quick. Oh, my God. I am never buying bacon again. I'm just <laughs> going to make it at home. It is so fucking amazing. That's right. awesome. Yeah, and that's that's all I got. I mean, bacon. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Bacon. Corbs. Bacon! <laughs> uh, for me, it's the, the new TV. Okay. TV this morning at 7 o'clock. 7 a.m. this morning, I was at fucking Walmart buying a TV. Nice. Now, uh, just like we talked about last week, right? That's exactly. Kind of hey, hey, Paul, could we talk about me buying a PlayStation? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in there and see if that magically happens. Yeah. Too. So, so, uh, I, uh, so what happened was um, last night I got home from a uh, date night, which, by the way, Paul, you've texted again on Thursday nights. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, every, every Thursday. I wait for the text message every Thursday. Now. Yeah, next time you got to te- just text, so how's the soldier doing? <laughs> so I got, got home from date night, went in my room. Um, I put my son to bed, all that stuff. I was getting ready for bed. I was watching TV. Um, so I laid down and fell asleep. TV's still on. I usually fall asleep with the TV on. Um, I wake up about 2 o'clock in the morning. I only want to see for about two hours. I wake up and I'm like, I hear like people talking, but the TV is black. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Did I put the sleeper on my TV or whatever? So I shut my TV off, figured maybe that there was something going on with the TV show. Shut the TV off, count to 10, turn it back on. No picture. So I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. My TV, something's going on with my TV. So I get on my phone, go through to figure out what to do with it. They say to unplug it hold the power button for one minute to reset the TV. I did that. Plug it back in, turn it back on. No picture, just sound. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. My fucking TV is dead. That sucks. So now I'm sitting there and I'm laying in bed. I'm trying to figure out, well, so I shut the TV off because obviously it doesn't fucking work. So now I can't go back to sleep. So now I'm awake. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm in bed trying to like do stuff on my phone to make myself sleep. I'm fucking wired at this point. I can't understand why bouncing off the walls, whatever it might be. So finally I started <laughs> looking, looking for TVs. Cause I got to go buy a TV. Right. And I kept telling myself if Walmart was open right now, like it used to be open 24 hours a day, I would have been there at two in the morning to buy a TV. <laughs> That's how freaking stressed out I was. So I got up at five o'clock this morning and said to my mom, I'm like, look, Walmart opens at seven. I'm going to be there at seven o'clock to buy a new TV. She's like, what? So I explained to her what happened. She's like, okay. Seven o'clock rolls around. My ass is in the car heading for Walmart. I get to Walmart. 
now I get there, I buy, I figure, well, I'm going to buy the TV, I'm going to buy the wall mount and put it up on right. my wall as opposed to having it on sitting on a TV stand. So I bought the wall mount. I found the TV I wanted, 220 bucks. Nice. It's a 43 inch TV, not a bad TV. It's a Roku TV, like I've got throughout the house. I go to pick it up. It's fucking chained to the one behind it. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I got to buy this TV to get that TV. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. So now I'm looking for an associate. Can't find an associate anywhere. They don't work that early. I'm like, God, and if they did, me. they'd be like, the TVs are chained together. What? <laughs> so I did. I'm walking around and they got the they got the middle aisle there where they got all the, the TVs set up. You can buy the TVs. There was like 50 inch TVs, 75 inch TVs. I mean, they were expensive. I was like, I'm not buying a $500 TV for my bedroom. I mean, I probably would, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but I walk around and I find a, a Roku 40 inch TV that's not chained to the TV behind it. I'm like, sold. I'm taking this one. This one's easier. So I'm taking it. Walk to the front. Guy coming, associate coming this way. He's got the cash drawers in his hands. He's got the this biggest dumbfounded look on his face. Like this asshole's in the store at seven o'clock in the morning buying a TV. I go, dude, you've got no fucking idea what kind of night I've had. <laughs> I walk right up by. It. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that that's that's my uh, that's what's got me geeked. I got a whole new TV mounted down on the wall today. I came home. I put the, I set the TV up and put it on the TV stand. So I can go back to sleep. <laughs> is it is it the same size as your last one? Bigger, no, it's smaller? bigger than my last one. Nice, good, perfect. So, so I did that. I fell back to sleep. I got up around two o'clock, and then put it mounted on. I, I waited for my son to get out of school so he could help me, and mounted it to the wall. So now it's on my wall. So now, say when we're done, I can play Valhalla. <laughs> there you go. Up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what's got me geeked. I got a new TV. I had been looking for a new TV. I was I bought my son one when we set his room up. I put his computer. He's got his computer, a brand new desk for his computer, and I put his TV up on his wall for him. I bought a new TV over the summer last week and I, last summer, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna do it for my room too." My TV was like ten years old, anyways. I'd had it for a while. I knew it was gonna die at some point. So that's what had me geeked is that I actually went out at nine, seven o'clock this morning and <laughs> bought a new TV. Early morning TVs, gotta love it. So, all right. Mine's a quick one too. Um, we're doing our first uh, sledding session of the year tomorrow morning. Sledding? Sledding. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. Uh, taking the kids sledding tomorrow. I guess we're gonna we're gonna go hit a uh, quite sizable hill at Long Branch. So we're gonna see if we uh, can't murder one of the children. Anyway, so. you're if, you're, get... if you're looking for a place to go sledding, um, over here in North Syracuse, Centerville park okay it's right on south okay. Bay Road. yep i know what you're talking about it's a small little hill i mean you you still have on i i took bryce there for the first time we went sledding nice. so it's a small little hill i mean obviously long branch is closer to you corbs you okay do you need to be burped <laughs> <laughs> no i'm good now perfect got it out all right so i think it's a good time to go to break we'll come back and we'll get right into hughes news all right good the fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest returns in 2021 with an all-new location. This family-friendly event will have new celebrity guests, new activities and attractions, as well as a diverse selection of vendors, ranging from horror and sci-fi merchandise, artists and authors, tattoo artists, 
podcasts as well as unique vendors like breweries and wineries. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Guest announcements will begin after the new year. For all up-to-date information, including tickets, vendor space, and sponsorship packages, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Please note, dates of event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. All right, Hugh, and now the news. All right, first up, apparently I should know who this is. Actor Dustin Diamond passed away uh, three weeks after being diagnosed with cancer this week. He was famous for playing something called a screech and being the first person with a porn star nose to start their TV career and then move to porn. Insert Betty wishes he was saved by the bell joke here. In related news, a real actor died today, actually, Christopher Plummer. Um, he, he passed away this morning at 91. May he rest in peace in the undiscovered country. Next up, did you really have to ask to know it was a bad idea? According to comicbookmovie.com, Kevin Feige has been asked if he thinks a Star Wars slash MCU crossover could happen at some point. To paraphrase his polite answer, fuck no, that is a stupid idea. Are you a fucking idiot? Finally... Lock up your jewelry. Cronenberg is coming. Marvel is reprinting Immortal Hulk 43 for a panel that appears to depict uh, anti-Semitic slurs. Artist Joe Bennett apologized, saying it was an accident because the words are backwards and he got confused uh, when he was doing it. Now, let's just put this in perspective for a second, okay? This scene has two characters sitting in a place uh, at a pawn shop uh, or jewelry shop or something talking about money. In the background, you see a plate glass window. The top, it says Cronenberg's Jewelry. Now, I don't know if David Cronenberg is a uh, uh, Jewish or not, uh, but it's, does, it's a Jewish sounding name. So maybe uh, the, the, this comic does have a history of dropping famous horror movie director names and references. So it's possible that that was just the time it, it was he, they had a list and this issue was Cronenberg. The next thing, it says jewelry store on the plate uh, glass window, except it's backwards because they're inside. And one of the characters heads is in front of the 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 word jewelry so what it actually comes out and it says is jewelry store okay <laughs> still really really bad not sure i mean there are people who get paid to look at these things before they're printed and i don't know how they miss that i would miss it i'm just breezing through it but if it's your job to make sure there's no bullshit in this comic come on but he said i was writing it backwards it was a mistake i, I didn't mean to do that underneath that is a fucking star of david which there is no reason for a star of David to be on a jewelry store window. Uh, so, you know, I just got to ask these comic book artists that keep getting in trouble and being called out for um, putting, you know, racist slurs and things like that in the comic books. Uh, what are you doing? I mean, this is not, you know, fine art. You are not going to uh, go on and be the, the, the face of the resistance. I mean, if you're lucky, if you're lucky in a hundred years, you're not known as the guy that drew weird boobs on girls. Okay. You know, it's a fucking comic book. Please, please stop doing this. Uh, I, I just, I don't understand. But of course, if you're in Congress, then, you know, Jewish space lasers are okay. So maybe our, our anger at him, you know, is a little misplaced. Who knows? And that's the news, kids. Now I'm going to go make me some popcorn and dive back into the internet to see how shaken and stirred everyone is that the guy who wrote Cake and Sodomy turned out to be a shitty boyfriend. Paul? In other news, the longest recorded flight of a chicken is 13 seconds. Back to you, Corbs. What the fuck was that? <laughs>
I got nothing after that. How about a classic <laughs> movie review? Is this a thing? Because that would be hilarious. What the hell was that? I think Paul's co-opting my segment. <laughs> it was supposed to be your segue, by the way, to go into your movie review. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have helped if you told him or any of us. Seriously, I was like, what the? You're talking about chickens for? <laughs> Um, yeah, that, uh, that, that was going to be my transition, but I totally forgot to tell Corb to just run into the, his review afterwards. <laughs> I, got, I, got nothing, I got nothing. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> well, hopefully into your fucking movie review for the third really? time. <laughs> third time. It's like you're talking to my kid. <laughs> It's like talking to my kid. What are you talking about? Hey, maybe you are talking to my kid. Corbs, are, are you like sticking your finger in your butt and like licking it or anything weird like that? That's tonight. Oh, okay. Then no. It's <laughs> that was date night. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, my butt, not yours. <laughs> I slapped my own ass and called, called my mom. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, I got to go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, a classic movie review, I guess. Um, so I'm going to do a Roadhouse. At the Patrick Swayze uh, vehicle, I guess we'll call it. Uh, released in 1989. So yes, I'm going back to the old 80s movies. Uh, stars Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, Ben Gazer, and Sam Elliott, which I'm a big fan of Sam. Um, it's a uh, Patrick Tracy stars as Dalton, uh, lean martial arts expert working as a cooler, aka head bouncer, for bars. He uh, travels from bar to bar, bar to bar, making bad bars into responsible, respectable bars. Um, as well as a cooler, he does have a philosophy degree from NYU. Man's for man's search for faith and shit. Um, he's hired by a bar owner in a small town, Missouri. The bar's name is the Double Deuce. Arrives in town. That's like two at the shits, bar. right? What's that? Okay. I said that's like two shits, right? Yes, Just Double Deuce. Yes. Or as Sam Elliott calls it, the Double Douche. Uh, he arrives in town at the bar. He first met there. He kind of goes in and observes everything and everyone before really accepting the job. First thing he does is he changes... Uh, first thing he changes, he fires the head bouncer at the time, which is played by Terry Funk nice. from wrestling fame. Still wrestling fame. Um, he comes at the bar, is he says it's his way or the highway. Um, while there, he falls in love with um, Elizabeth Clay, better known as Doc, Play, Doc Clay, played by Kelly Lynch. She is the niece of Red Webster, one of the local or a local auto parts store owner. Um, Dalton kind of converses with Wade Garrett, played by Sam Elliott. Um, according to not Dalton, not the wrestler, not the wrestler. Okay, <laughs> not the wrestler. <laughs> uh, according to to Dalton, he uh, Wade Garrett is the best cooler um, going. He he's the one that trained Dalton. Um. You find out that the richest man in Jasper, which is the small town in Missouri, played by uh, is Brad Wesley, played by Ben uh, Gazer. He owns a town and has been stealing money all along from all the owners in the town. Um, 
Wesley starts to feel threatened by Dalton. First, she tries to buy him off, um, then begins to target the folks that have become friends with Dalton. Um, drives a monster truck through an auto dealership, which is pretty cool. Um, burns down Red's auto parts store. Um, Wade Garrett shows up because he gets a call from Dalton about about Wesley, and um, so he shows up. The you know obviously the two of them work together to clean up the town or whatever. Um, in the end, the cl the climactic interaction um, between Wesley and Dalton, he makes a threat to either Garrett or the doctor Elizabeth Clay. Um, Dalton runs to make sure the doc's okay, but she at this point feels threatened by him because all these people are getting hurt because of him. Um, you come to find out that what happened was um, Dalton, actually, not Dalton, Wesley actually killed his friend Wade Garrett, beat him up, stabbed him, finds him dead on the bar at the double deuce. So Dalton, Dalton fights back um, against Wesley, charges the compound where he lives, and uh, they take the town back, and the town folk finally stand up to the, pro the not the protagonist, the antagonist, Wesley, uh, Red Wesley. Um, I mean, other than that, the music's pretty good, played by uh, Jeff uh, Healy. You might know, might know him, might not. He is a Canadian rock, he's a Canadian guitarist. His claim to fame is he's blind. Mm-hmm. Um, and plays the guitar blind and the music and the, I think the music is fantastic throughout the entire movie. Most of, most of it's played by his band. Um, action scenes, I think were pretty good. Sometimes a little hard to believe. I mean, can you really rip a guy's throat out with your bare hands? I mean, I haven't really tried it, but I'm assuming not plausible, although the rock did it too. So, you know, nobody, nobody knows that reference. All right, good. <laughs> Central intelligence, if you don't understand where that one came from. Um, but the fight scenes, all in all, I think well well choreographed. A lot of the martial arts were pretty good. Um, so, again, uh, classic bad 80s movie because everybody kind of bags on it. Um, for me, again, I'm going to give it three out of five. It's a it's not a bad movie, but, again, uh, it's considered a classic bad movie. It's a movie that when it's on, sometimes you stop and watch it. I, I can't stop and watch it in the middle. I don't like certain parts of the movie. So if I see it on, sometimes I watch it. Sometimes I flip back and forth between it. So that's what I got for you folks. Y'all can figure it out from there. Uh -huh. You know, I looked it up to see if it's possible to tear someone's throat out with your bare hand and, uh, uh, basically, what I am getting from Quora is technically it is possible, but most people would not be able to do it because it requires a strong grip, but also some sort of a twist or something to tear the skin, which is not incredibly hard to do, but doing both at the same time um, is very hard. The worst part about this entire thing is I, I go to search, can you, uh, is it possible to rip a throat out with your bare hand? And one of the top searches that popped up is, is it possible to rip off my penis with my bare hand? So <laughs> I, I'm just, wow, I... <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have expected that to play so high in the search results, but okay. All right. And on that note. Yes. Um, so our, our good friend, Roger Ebert, he, um, 
he, he lines up pretty well with you. He gave it two and a half stars and he has this to say the guiding spirit of roadhouse can be glimpsed in one particular scene, which is set in the trophy room of an evil sadist who holds a helpless town in his iron grasp. His hunting trophies include not only the usual deer, elk, and antelopes, but also orangutans, llamas, and a matched set of tropical monkeys. This guy went hunting in the zoo. <laughs> we are expected to believe that the sadists financed these hunting expeditions by shaking down the businessmen in a town that, on the visible evidence, contains a bar, a general store, a Ford dealership, and two residences. <laughs> Roadhouse is the kind of movie that leaves reality so far behind that you have to accept it on its own terms. Was it intended as a parody? I have no idea, but I laughed more during this movie than during any of the so-called comedies I saw during the same week. Consider, for example, the movie's hero, a barroom bouncer named Dalton and played by Patrick Swayze, last seen in Dirty Dancing. Here is a man known as the best bouncer in the business. And the business must pay well since he owns a Mercedes convertible, but he is not simply your average tough guy. He has a PhD in philosophy from New York university and is capable of deep insights into his trade, such as in a fight, nobody wins. Dalton is summoned to a small Missouri town where the double deuce, <clears throat> the local nightclub is terrorized nightly by the local goons and louts. That's a word that needs to come back. Louts. louts. His assignment Bring peace to the bar so the owner can remodel and expand. His enemies, the hired guns of Brad Wesley, played by Ben Gazzara, the extortionist with the exotic trophy room. Everyone in this movie has names out of a Western. Not only Dalton and Brad Wesley, but also such characters as Wade Garrett, Doc, Emmett, and Cody. Doc is a girl, but never mind. Dalton wades into the fray on opening night and finds himself in the middle of a fight in which the furnishings of the double deuce are reduced to matchsticks. Wounded by a knife cut, he goes to the hospital where the gash is sewn closed by Doc, played by Kelly Lynch, a beautiful blonde who is impressed by Dalton's doctorate in philosophy and his ability to withstand pain. In no time at all, Dalton and Doc are making love on the porch roof outside Dalton's rented room, a roof that can clearly be seen by the evil Wesley, who once entertained hopes of becoming Doc's lover. These two houses on either side of a river seem to be the only homes in, in town, and most of what goes on in each house seems to be staged for the benefit of the other. Dalton sees he needs help to clean up the bar, so he calls in his best friend, Wade Garrett, played by Sam Elliott, who is the second best barroom bouncer in the world. Note to cable TV operators, the world's finals of bouncing must might pull in some decent ratings. This, <laughs> this upsets Wesley to no end since his income depends on maintaining an iron rule of terror over the local townspeople. Roadhouse is said to be based on an actual case in Missouri where the local bad guy, universally hated by everyone in town, was murdered in broad daylight and no one in town seems to have seen a thing. If that is the genesis for the story, everything else in it seems to have come from a cheerful willingness to go over the top in every way possible. This is the first movie in a long time to use the line, prepare to die. And how long has it been since the same movie contained A, a dash into an exploding building to save an occupant, B, a rock and roll band protected by a plexiglass shield. Well, you see that every day now. C, goons who line up for instructions and call the bad guy boss. D, a lecture of the fine points of bouncing. C, a sexy woman doctor who goes all the way on the first date. And F, 
random quotations from the great Western philosophers. This movie is so top heavy with plot, it can even afford to ignore some obvious possibilities. For example, Swayze's rented room is on a, on a ranching spread across the river from Gazara, and Gazara is so busy with his other villainous duties that he doesn't have time for the standard subplot in which he wants to run the rancher off the land so he can build a subdivision. Of course, in a town with two residences, there may not be much pent-up housing demand. <laughs> he is firing on all cylinders. Oh my god, this is a good one. Roadhouse exists right on the edge between the good-bad movie and the merely bad. I hesitate to recommend it because so much depends on this ironic vision of the viewer. This is not a good movie, but viewed in the right frame of mind, it is not a boring one either. <laughs> all right. Uh. And that was our good friend Roger Ebert's review of Roadhouse. <laughs> I think that's the best one yet. Yes, I enjoyed that one. And I don't yeah. read them ahead of time. I get them. I, I save them for, for, for this. So I really don't have any of my bullshit lined up beforehand. It's all off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it is uh, Friday night while we're recording. And uh, every week we talk about it. So, uh, guys, holy fuck with WandaVision. Yeah. This, I... uh, this was a big one. And, and Laura came to me this afternoon okay. when she was watching it and said that there was a problem with the recap. The recap is wrong. That's what I did. And first I scolded her and said, if you fucking spoil anything, um, which she didn't. But so then I watched it. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, apparently the wording when she speaks to Vision about Geraldine is different. From oh, I, I did catch that. She said she doesn't belong here, yes. which is not what she said before. No, she said she had to go or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Is she um, fucking with our recaps? I don't know. I don't know if they're fucking with the recaps. And good job on that one, Laura, by the way. Um, if they're fucking with it or if it just helped to quicken the recap you know what i mean because that is exactly what she did tell geraldine is you yeah. don't belong here so i mean it could go either way and and that's that's pretty fucking cool regardless that's a weird continuity error for them to make though yeah and, and that I, was my response to laura originally is marvel doesn't make mistakes like that yeah so man what if she starts fucking with us the viewers that would be something uh and can i tell you when she came out to confront the sword agents she yeah. was legit fucking terrifying oh yeah yeah that's i mean in this episode i mean you, you can see the cracks now like wow and, and all of this is in a span of nine days did you guys catch that yeah yeah yep. right and, and i mean it, it's shit's it's, it's shit's leaking out i mean now we find out that she she broke into a secure facility and stole vision's corpse to, to start making all of this happen. But then she tells Vision that she doesn't know how it started. So. Yeah, I, I, I almost feel like there's some sort of a disconnect there uh, because I, I don't think, I don't want to say that somebody else started it, but I feel like she's not completely in control. I um, agree. Yeah, something's not right there because I mean, she's telling him that she doesn't know what's going on and she seems sincere and it, it just it, for her to lie so blatantly like that doesn't seem in character even if she is you know experiencing horrible grief you know i feel like there's something else going on there yes agreed 
Corbs? Yes. <laughs> Do you have anything to say? <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I liked the episode. It was, it was a lot of, a lot of information forthcoming and stuff like that. So, um, did I you? Caught, I kind of caught the the fact that when she broke in, didn't they say something like he didn't want to be used as a weapon, and that seemed to be like what he was being used as there. Like they had him hooked up to like all these, for what it looked like to me, like cables, like they were trying to use like his body to figure out how to do stuff. Was it, am I wrong in thinking that? I don't know. It was hard to see. Yeah, and and I wasn't sure if it was just because he was a unique life form if they were studying him or if they were um trying to use him in some way right which and, i, I mean, wouldn't also, put it past them they also said that you know he didn't want to be resurrected either i caught that when they said that obviously her doing that violates that for him obviously do you do you recall did he say that in a well, they they, they so, said it in the epi- they said it in the episode. Yeah, I caught that. I just I, I was wondering if it was said in the movie, Paul. Do you have it? No, no, I I don't think they ever mentioned anything about a living will or any of that. Yeah, and what he wanted, and but I mean, and it fills it in, and and it helps heighten the conflict between the two of them when all the shit hits the fan. But I have to wonder: is he really alive, or is she just animating him? I'm gonna say the latter because of what we saw. We saw Flash's last episode of him as a corpse. So, yeah. but but he seems to be able to operate independently of her influence, which yes. which doesn't track with him just being reanimated. Right, right. With with her manipulating everybody and manipulating him, how was he able to do? Like, how was he able to touch that one guy that she's controlling, yeah. and he starts freaking out? You know, how was yes. how was he able to different? You know, how was he able to, to to step aside from her controlling him and you know obviously a him not become vision in front of that guy and not be a corpse yes and um is, is, is that i think what that is, is is he actually alive or is it just is this all just a figment of her imagination or does it play into the whole multiverse thing is it even our vision True. True. Because as we saw from the end of the episode, shit's in play. And and Corbs, do you know what happened at the end of the episode? And he's not saying that kind yeah, of yeah, no, 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 no. It's just, are oh, you with uh, with, um, with uh, what's his Pietro kid from her? It's her brother, Quicksilver. Yeah, but it's it's the kid that was the Quicksilver in whichever I can't remember the actual movie it was. Was it Days of Future Past? In the in the X Men, the Fox franchise, yes. so it's yes. a different person that who played Quicksilver yep. in this universe in Age of Ultron. Yes, and, and and I love the fact that they called it out in the show with Darcy saying, "Oh my God, she recast Pietro." Yep. Yeah, I did catch that, and I, I kind of said the same thing. I was like, "Oh, that's that's the kid from the other one," and mm-hmm. then I kind of put the two to two two and two together that that's. It was her brother, but obviously should happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird weird shit's happening. Yeah. And it blew my mind. I kind of just sat there for a minute afterwards. I'm like, what 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 well, it's what Kristen called. I was having a nerd boner. Um (laughs) I'll write that down in a minute. That's the name Um, of the podcast. That's the name of the episode. That one's not gonna fly on Apple. Come on. All right, I'll have to find nerd, a way around that. Nerd chubby. <laughs> that, that might work. 
Um, That's but, something completely different. Although that could apply to all chubby of us. nerd. <laughs> um, and did you notice the the real quick redirect when they started asking about Captain Marvel to Monica? Yep. Yeah, that, that was. It's we're not like, talking, we're talking about, about her. her. Yeah. And I, I and we're going to see that play out in Captain Marvel too. Why? Why do you think that is? Because I saw that, but I, I was kind of left a little confused by that. Well, because Captain Marvel was her mom's best friend. Yes. And okay. whatever happened, and obviously her mom got cancer for from something, so she um, died of cancer a couple years after the the finger snap. Yep. So and then when she came back, they were like, "Well, your mom died three years after you disappeared." Disappeared. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know how her mom, obviously I'm hoping they explain how she gets cancer in Captain Marvel 2 or at some get, point. How when you hang out with Cree? She's so. radioactive, radioactive. <laughs> oh, oh, bacon. I was going to say, cut it short after 30 seconds, we have to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, a whole lot of shit going on. I think we're, we're, past the midway point now for the series yeah. right yeah. yeah so it's just gonna happen fast and furious the rest of the way and i don't mean cars and secret agents no so well, uh, secret what agents, was the yes. what was the tv show that it was what it must some 80s show it must have been because of the yeah. the really long intro song yeah i mean i i, I kind of figured 80s but i was trying to figure out kind of like what the tv show was it like right was it see i was almost thinking it was family ties yeah i was thinking it's kind of same thing family ties something like that growing pains charles yeah. in charge any of that shit. any of those that oh, fit charles in charge, and, I never thought about that one. and whatever it was apparently whatever the house was based on laura was fucking in love with it she said it was her favorite sitcom house well you should have fucking asked her i i didn't care that much at that point i was trying to watch the show no <laughs> get your priorities straight I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did have that staircase that went up and to the right, so that could actually be the Cosby Show. It was the opposite way in the Cosby Show, but yeah, Cosby, Cosby was when it went left. Or what about the Full House? I got a Full House vibe off it at the mm -hmm. end with Pietro because he would look like he was trying to do the whole cool Uncle Jesse thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be it too. But that was '90s, wasn't it? Late '80s, early '90s. You guys know. talk. I'll look it up. And and it also threw me off the fact that we were talking about the internet and email because that's wasn't the eighties a little early for that as well. No, it was original the 80s. release September twenty seventh, nineteen eighty seven. Okay, so it could technically work. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but they were talking like I mean that was like basic like basic email. Yeah, very. And I, and I mean I like the fact that it was you know an email from Sword. And they were all kind of like laughing in the background, and he's kind of going like, "What the? What, what the hell is wrong with on? you people?" Yeah. And then, of course, that's when he obviously realized. But I think that's when he realized something wasn't right. You know, he started to kind of figure it out, like, "Okay, what the hell is going on?" And whatnot. That's when he obviously did the, the mind touch thing on that guy, and he he started freaking out. And obviously, he jumped into the the two the the twenty twenty was like, "Where's my phone?" Type of thing. My family's yeah. got to be crazy worried about me or whatever. And he's trying to calm him down and whatnot. And he just kind it of seems, like, Sorry. Didn't, no, go ahead. It seems like they're aware of how long they've been under control, kind of like they're conscious during it. Right. Yeah. 
and, and even at the beginning of the episode with um agnes the neighbor when when vision yeah, did when his she, whole when she thing did yeah yeah and he, he says, was like do we need to start from the top like like they were there like it was actors a TV in the tv show yeah, yeah. and in vision caught it and wanda kind of tried to play it off yeah they got uncomfortable fast <laughs> right yeah which, which is the point i'm assuming i mean it's yeah. it's we're supposed to be building the tension for all this now and it's and it's working and the show is is becoming musty tv every week like this yeah, is that was that was the one that was one of the things i was like i gotta get my tv set up so that i can watch <laughs> wandavision so that we can talk about it because obviously right. if i don't watch it we can't talk about it so I, that was like I, I gotta get it done so that i can start watching so i can at least turn it turn it on so i can watch it so we can talk about it so and i, I look forward to watching it every friday so me too this has taken the place of the Mandalorian for me. Like that's mm-hmm. it's it's Friday evening TV. It has to be done. Yeah. Kind of like back in the old days on Channel Nine, wasn't it? That was all must see TV or whatever. Or was that Channel Friday? Three? Yeah. That, 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 was a, that was ABC. Yeah. Chat that's Channel Nine. Yep. Right. That's yes. when that's where Full House was. Yes. Yeah. Must see TV, I believe, was NBC. Yep. <laughs> so I'm merging them. I'm... <laughs> God, it's that I multiverse. This all of this useless knowledge <laughs> that doesn't matter to any, yeah, no. Uh, but phenomenal, phenomenal show. They the, each episode just keeps getting better and better. It does. Um, I I really thought Wanda was gonna fuck them up when she came out. Like I, I thought someone was getting bloody on that. But, and I, I like the fact when she saw Geraldine, like, oh, you're still here. I thought she was gonna do something to her and then she she kind of talked her down a little bit mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of interesting that she was in the tv show that i think she kind of realized that she wasn't who she thought she was and that's why she kicked her out type of thing but then when she saw her so there she's like wait a minute this girl actually might be somebody i can rely on at some point <clears throat> i i think we're gonna see star making turns for some of these characters coming out of this like they have much bigger yeah. plans for them um, I mean, just from the way everything's going, I really can't wait for a secret invasion now because I got a feeling that's where we're going to see a bunch of the the sword stuff come through it. Yeah, phenomenal stuff. I I, oh. I mean, I figured Marvel couldn't oh. go wrong in this. What? Okay, do you need to be burped? No, I just did it. I'm good now. <laughs> so <laughs> is, is is secret invasion? Is that the next one coming out? I'm not sure on the timeline on it, but it's going to be the Samuel L. Jackson led one about the scrolls and stuff like that uh so it's gonna be nick fury it, it's basically gonna springboard off of the end of captain marvel i'm assuming was that captain marvel or was it endgame um which endgame it had to be endgame no 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 captain marvel when she with the the scrolls and yeah oh, when, but... he, when he was a scroll when he was one of the you talking about that or are you talking about the actual introduction of the scroll I'm talking about no. The introduction of the scrolls was definitely Captain Marvel, yeah. but I'm talking about when we saw him come back and he was the, actually yeah, and he, he looked like he was on a beach, but then it goes back and he's on like a starship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I th- that was an after credit scene. I thought it was no, it was definitely wasn't Endgame because there was no after credit scenes for that. So but I'm confused on where it's at. Wasn't Infinity War? Nope, because he was dead at the end of Infinity War. Yeah. Not that it really matters. Maybe it was. Maybe it was an end scene on Captain Marvel then. No, that doesn't make sense. 
he wouldn't have been in space back and that was set in what the 80s yeah 90s? yeah 90s yeah i don't know i don't think maybe i don't know we can look it up for yes next week. yes definitely um so i think we're gonna uh cut to break again uh come back i, I have a i have a, a burning thing i want to discuss with it being just about valentine's day uh, by the time oh, this dude, comes I out, do not want to discuss your burning thing. Seriously, we're going some, to. It's what's going to happen. you need some medicine for your burning thing? I have a lotion. We're good. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be back in just a minute. The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest returns in 2021 with an all-new location. This family-friendly event will have new celebrity guests, new activities and attractions, as well as a diverse selection of vendors, ranging from horror and sci-fi merchandise, artists and authors, tattoo artists, podcasts, as well as unique vendors like breweries and wineries. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Guest announcements will begin after the new year. For all up-to-date information, including tickets, vendor space, and sponsorship packages, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Please note, dates of event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. And we are back. Are you sure? Yes. Did you hit the record button? Yes. Snack time's almost over. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just for that. More snacks. It's not bacon. (laughs) I threw it right to you and you didn't even shout it. What the fuck, dude? (laughs) I don't know. The burning. We're good. Um Actually, first, like you, you just mentioned it before I hit the record button. Uh, we almost let it, uh, the whole episode go by and not discuss any kind of sports. When yeah. is the Super Bowl happening? The Super Bowl Sunday. happens this Sunday. This Sunday. Like two days from now? Yes. Yeah. From, from the time of recording. By the time it's released, it'll probably be the day of or maybe the day after, depending on how ambitious I am or if we get company I want to uh, avoid uh, in the house. I don't watch the Super Bowl. I watch it every year. I enjoy it. Um, but see, let me ask you a question. You watch Super Bowl. Do you watch it for the game? Do you watch it for the commercials? Both. Okay. Because, I mean, that is true. Now, Kristen will sit down and watch it just for the commercials. But uh, I've always watched the game. I enjoy football. Football is the one sport these days that I actually will sit down and watch. I've watched all season long this year, and boy, has it been fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I do enjoy it. And I'm, I'm kind of interested to see Mahomes go up against uh, Brady. Especially in his tenth appearance, yeah. Hey, 10, 10 Super Bowls, man. I, I'm not gonna. That's not a shake a stick at it at all. I mean, that's that's pretty good. And and I, Paul, I think you and I might have talked about this at, at, at the time. I mean, obviously, everybody knows I'm a Colts fan. I'm a Peyton Manning fan, so I, I don't like Brady. Never have because, I mean, at the time, they're, you got to admit they were probably the two best quarterbacks in the league, without a doubt. And they always ended up in the in the championship game, AFC championship game against each other. And one or the other one was going to Super Bowl. And it was always Brady. So obviously mm-hmm. I didn't Long like it because, yes. because he kept taking Peyton your spot away. Yeah. He kept Peyton from winning a bunch. And I think Peyton should have won a bunch. He was, I mean, obviously he's that good. But always the, the talk always was Brady and Belichick. Brady and Belichick. Would Brady be any good any place else without Belichick? And I always said, and I always was one of the guys that said, 
I don't think he will be. You put him in a different system, and he's not that good. Well, guess what? He proved that it is him and not Belichick right. by taking Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl in his first year there. And if he wins it, I will give him more respect than he deserves because it wasn't just him and Belichick. It was him. He is that good. Is he the GOAT? No. There's a lot of other guys out there that are better than him. It's a different era. And you and I have talked about this on yes. many occasions. It's a different era. You're talking different time football-wise. More of a passing league when Brady, when uh, Brady, uh, Bradshaw, Young, Montana were all playing. It was a run first yes. offense. And, and with way less protection on the quarterbacks. Yes. Like those guys could get the shit kicked out of them, oh. could get their <laughs> helmet spun around, and they have to be back out there in the next play. Yeah. Now, if you look at the quarterback wrong, you're right. getting 12 flags thrown at you. Right. So, and I was it last year or two years ago when they changed the roughing of pass roll? You couldn't, you couldn't tackle the quarterback and land on him. Or yeah. was roughing the passer call? I think Clay Matthews got flagged for it. I don't know if it was last year. Not this past year, but the year before that, before COVID. Right. Um, he got flagged twice on two separate plays in the same game because he tackled the quarterback and landed on top of him for roughing the passer. In 1990, when Troy Aikman was playing, Steve Young was playing, you're right, Paul. These guys got the living shit kicked out of them. Oh, yeah. And – you're right. They got Without a they, second thought. Yeah. Right. And got up and went back and started playing. Nowadays, these quarterbacks, they get lightly touched or bumped into or whatever. And it's it's the ch- the change of the game. I get that. You're trying to protect the players more. The receivers, obviously, when you go across the middle, you can't hit an unprotected receiver. I'm sorry. Ronnie Lott lived by doing that to guys. <laughs> yes. That's how he got famous. Yes. Exactly. He got famous for, for laying guys out going across the middle. I mean – you know, Lester Hayes, these, these guys, these cornerbacks now that were in the seventies, eighties, they, I mean, hand checking and fighting down the field was common. If not encouraged. No. And now if you touch the, if you touch the receiver after five yards, you could call for pass interference. Mm -hmm. You know, it almost sounds like you're nostalgic for the good old days where we concussion so they could go home and kill their families. Well, I mean, I that was pro wrestling. That's yeah, I mean, concu- it's concussions, though. Same it thing. is, it is, yes. and it's, and it's, P, it, it's the, the, it's, uh, what is it, CTE, the, yes. the brain injury. And I get the fact that, yes, you have to protect these players now because that's a common thing. Like you're saying, there are guys, and mainly it's, it's, you know, linemen and defensive backs that are, were doing stuff like that. And they've, they've started to protect these guys. And I get that you have to. You do the same thing in hockey. Guys are, you know, and they've got guys now that say that guy took a hit. He needs to be checked out. Where what Paul and I are saying, guys go across the middle, Ronnie Lott hits you. You jump right back up. You could be seeing stars. You could be seeing three different guys out there, but you're still playing. Nowadays, they take guys off right off the field and put them in a dark room, and they have to pass all these tests, and they can't mm-hmm. come back until they do. The old days, you didn't know, you didn't know what a concussion was. You just saw I got my bell rung pretty good, and I saw double for three days. Right. Nowadays, you don't step on the field if that happens. So, yes, I am nostalgic for the old old days. I would like to see some of the rules change a little bit. Guys shouldn't be getting hit that are unprotected. Receivers going across the middle, they jump for a ball, and a guy hits him with his shoulder in the face. Ronnie Lott style. Yes. That is too much. Mm-hmm. But the quarterback, 
going to throw a ball and a guy brushes against his helmet. The, the, the defensive lineman brushes like just like this across the top of his helmet and he gets called for, for roughing the passer call. That's a bit much. It gets excessive. Right. But it's hard to say where to draw the line though, because again, you have to protect these guys. Right. And I, I, I understand that. But like you're saying, where there's a line you got to draw. There's some calls that I think just aren't really called. I think they're just doing it because they're trying too hard to protect some guys. You know, and then of course the game has changed again. Now it's not a Tom Brady quarterback where you stand in the pocket and throw the ball 75 times a game. You got Lamar Jackson, um, Patrick Mahomes. These guys can scramble. Now they become runners. Cam Newton, <laughs> you know, guys like that. The game has changed again, and so you have to ad- adjust. When the guys get outside the outside the pocket, then they're runners. Okay, then you can you get free game in hitting these guys. Yep. But when they're in between the tackles, you, you you can't you can't brush past them with a light touch, or you get called for a pass interference or roughing the passer. It's it's a strange time, and, and I'm not sure it's. It's fun to watch the NFL at times because of these things. So, but I like you, Paul. I watched probably, well, I watched a football game every week. Yeah. Not only because that was the only thing to do. Oh, hell yeah. So, but again, you know, we got talking about Brady and I got off on a giant tangent there. But <laughs> I mean, 10 Super Bowls, if the man wins the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's going to earn a lot of respect from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. It kind of shuts he- the critics up. It does because everybody was saying, well, it's Brady and Belichick, Brady and Belichick. Well, where's Belichick? You took Brady out of the situation and they didn't make the playoffs this year. Right. So was it Belichick all along or was it Brady all along? I assume it, I assumed it was Belichick, but I guess I was wrong. It was Brady. He is that good. And I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do on Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It is. Uh, do Can't I think wait. they're going to win? I don't know. Mahomes is, I don't know. You you get to see them twice a year with the Raiders. Yes. So yeah. you know. And they are they are my second favorite team behind the Raiders. They always have been ever since Marcus Allen went. Oh, um, you see, you're, you're you're like me. I was a I was a Dickerson fan and a Marshall Falk fan. So when Dickerson went to the Colts, I went to the Colts, and then obviously Marshall Falk came in behind that. And I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm a Colts fan now. <laughs> and they've always had good running backs there. I just mm-hmm. you know I obviously Peyton Manning was you know him and Marvin Harrison. SU alum and Dwight Freeney and all that stuff. So that's how I, you know, I, I just stayed with them. I, I'm a big Colts fan. People don't understand. I don't like any team in in upstate New York. I don't like the Bills. You know, sorry, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Know? So I, I don't know. I just, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm looking forward, I was looking forward to some of the commercials, but a lot of the companies have which I agree a lot of like I was heard uh, Budweiser is not doing a new commercial this year. They're donating the money that they would have used on the commercial to COVID relief. Good. That's because people are drinking enough. They don't need to advertise. It's also <laughs> true. It's also true. <laughs> so, but a lot of, a lot of, a lot of companies are doing it. A lot of companies that normally do big TV ads, Pepsi, Co- or not Pepsi, not Coke, Pepsi and Anheuser-Busch, and if there's a couple other ones that have decided not to do commercials and they're going to date, donate the money that they would have used for the commercials to COVID relief. Good. So not a bad thing. Kudos for them for doing that. I, I, I think that's a big, it's a big positive for whatever, but they're going to still run ads and as much as they're going to run ads, but they're going to run old ads. Right. So, but 
So uh, give me a prediction. Who, who do you, who you got winning, Paul? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that the Chiefs take this one. I'm not even gonna try and guess a score though because that shit went out the fucking window a long time ago. Right. Um, but I, I think the Chiefs come home with this one. You okay? You're not getting me sure. Is it a close game? I think it will be close. Yeah, I I think it'll end up being a nail biter at the end. Okay, I got the same thing. I got got the Chiefs. I I do think that the Chiefs are going to pull it out. I think it will be a close game. I think it'll be less than seven points. Mm -hmm. I think so. But again, you can't count on Mahomes in any situation. He's proven that, and you can't count Brady out. So if it's close, it can go either way. Yeah. So I am looking forward to to watching the, the Super Bowl. So. Since you guys took um, whatever Kansas City is, I'll take what is it? The Tampa Bay Boutonniers. Buccaneers. 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 You're gonna go with that? Yeah, kind of like pirates. I'll take the Buccaneers, and uh, I'll take. I'll say more than seven points. I'm gonna say eleven. He's going contrarian just to do it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I don't (laughs) even know what's going on. Maybe, maybe we'll live tweet it now. No, I mean balls are round, right? ish there you no know, balls should be round so I, I i don't understand this mr paul confuses me balls are uh, burning right now i went to what <laughs> oh, they're burning now okay i got gotcha. you <laughs> all right so no i wanted to discuss like i said I, w- I was reflecting and basically valentine's day is going to be coming up the direct opposite of talking about testosterone filled football we're talking about hearts and flowers you know lovey-dovey bullshit for valentine's day selling more cards and chocolates um were you guys aware that there is also a holiday the day before maybe what's it called it is called galentine's day no no Nope. Okay, and and this is a real thing. This isn't something I'm making up for a thing. There, there is a section at Target for Galentine's Day cards. Let me tell you a little bit about Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day is celebrated on February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. It's a holiday strictly for women. It's a day for celebrating the love you have for your lady friends, whether they're single or not. Basically, it's a day dedicated to showering your closest friends with love and attention. Okay. I got this from a, from a Cosmo article I saw online. Okay. Um, next up. Um, it was created by a fictional character, by the way. Another one of those. Uh, do you guys know who Leslie Nope is? Nope. From the TV show Parks and Rec? Nope. Okay. In 2010, the second season of Parks and Rec included an episode called Galentine's Day, in which Leslie, played by Amy Poehler, um, gathers a group of her closest gal pals for a brunch of waffles and love. Every February 13th, my lady friends and I leave our husbands or and our, and our boyfriends at home, and we just come and kick it, she says, breakfast style. Leslie says in the episode, ladies celebrate ladies, and thus Galentine's Day was unofficially added to everyone's calendar. No, seriously, according to the Atlantic article, it's such a widely recognized fake holiday that some companies now run Galentine's Day promotions. And like I said, you can buy greeting cards at Target. Now, how, how are these girls supposed to celebrate this? Uh, there's no wrong way to celebrate, it says. You could pay tribute to Leslie Nope, the foremother of Galentine's Day, by hosting a waffle brunch. Or you could gather your pails for a wine and cheese happy hour, make a reservation at a fancy restaurant, make a group of Manny Petty appointments, or pop champagne and celebrate how great it is to be in a room without the men for a few hours. This is a real thing. 
So two days in a row, basically women are getting like super big treatment, right? Well, hold on a second, Paul. You're making a very sexist remark there. Yeah, yeah. Val- Valentine's Day also counts for gay couples. So it's not okay. Okay, women. you know, no, okay, you're you're right on that one. And supposedly it's for men too. But in the traditional setting, um, what's the disparity on Valentine's Day? The women women get the the, the, the hearts and flowers and chocolates and shit, right? Usually a gift. I, I personally have three gifts for Kristen this year. That's just because she kept coming up with ideas, and I'm like, oh shit, that's not a bad idea. I want to get her something else. Um, last week she finally said, I have no ideas for you. What do you want for Valentine's Day? <laughs> So, so like I said, I mean, and now, and now we have a whole celebration of lady friendship the day before that's really um, distracting with me throwing my arm around like that. Sorry. Um, Sounds like you're salty about this, Paul. I mean, I'm not, I'm actually amused by it. I I, I thought it was amusing. You do get the Super Bowl (laughs) and, and the world series. These are also inclusive for women too, though. There are plenty of female fans for that. Yeah. But you know, there's there's plenty of gay guys who might celebrate Valentine's Day too. I'm just saying, you know, I think it probably evens out just a little bit. Plus, as men, we tend to be a hell of a lot more selfish, and you know, we take up a lot more resources and stuff. So, I mean, maybe they need that time. I mean, and mm-hmm. I mean, if your if your girl is going out every single week and getting like you know shit faced drunk with her friends, she probably doesn't need to celebrate Valentine's Day. But you know, I look at my wife. I even if COVID wasn't going on, she'd probably have gone out with her friends once this year, maybe if she didn't find an excuse to stay home. So <laughs> I feel that too. I I have the same situation here with that. Um, but you guys do do know that there is the the converse version of Valentine's Day, right? Valentine's Day. No, 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 no. It's, it's on March 14th every year, according to uh, the, the website. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, that's, you know, getting shirtless and getting drunk on green beer is kind of more a guy thing than a girl thing. Not completely, but. Well, there's, yeah. But, um, but again, in my, my um, experience, most of the time when we were partying for St. Patrick's Day, it was with all of Kristen's crazy ass nurse friends. Ah. So. I miss those days. Hmm. Um, but no. Put a little heart music in there, <laughs> right? <Put something. laughs> no, Wait, March fourteenth is um, it, it's it's a holiday just for men. Um, Jockstrap day. Jack's birthday? Is that what you said? Jockstrap. Oh no, no. The name's much better, and it explains exactly what's expected of the day. It's called Steak and Blowjob Day. Oh yeah, yeah. Or steak and knobber day, um, which is how it'll be linked in the show notes. Um, and, and it's pretty simple, self-explanatory. What's expected? Your 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 beloved is is to to cook you a fantastic steak, and fellatio is expected later on that night. Apparently, if if you celebrate such things, and but I guess hey, also you can include your 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 gay couples in this as well, right? Because yeah. that that works too. Um, so now I am saying this all firmly tongue in cheek, but this is a real fucking thing. I'm looking at steakandbjday.com right now. I, I've I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it before. Uh, and this is a great website, honestly. Um, there's there's links on um you know where you can buy your steak and BJ Day cards, um, how to cook a Texas T-bone or a broiled Santa Fe steak. Um, oh oh look at that. There's also Sonny's Guide to Sucking Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, wow. There's videos. There's a steak and BJ Day anthem. 
see the problem with that is that you know if there's if i'm going to be eating a steak that was cooked in this house i'm going to be cooking it there's just no getting around it so it also sounds like you'll be also giving yourself the (laughs) blowjob no no i don't think that's a problem (laughs) but you know my wife does get irritated with me because like on okay like on special days like father's day or something like that she wants to make something for me right and make it special for you you know what i want to do on father's day cook ribs and get things I, I want to do because I love to cook. And I mean, I, right. okay, you want me to, to really spend a day and enjoy myself? Let me fire up the smoker and cook all the food. I will have a blast. So it's it's tough because she, you know, she it's that's what I do every other weekend. <laughs> right. But she wants to do it special. But right. and I'm trying trying to say this to be offensive, but it's kind of one of those stay in your lane kind of things. You're the guy that does all the really badass cooking. Allow that to happen. There's other ways she could be like special right like the cake like the birthday cake you had oh, that was so phenomenal boom every cake yeah right yeah like i said just stay in your lane like i know full well that like if we need to make a good meal here that's not on me i am not a good cook i can grill passably um <laughs> hot dogs don't count not as a good meal no <laughs> i don't know you see i consider if, if you if you can't cook you probably can't grill either and if you learn to cook you'll find your grill skills go through the roof Right. And I'm sure mine would be much better if I, I learned the nuances of cooking, but I, I am single. You learn to cook real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always takeout. That would be my answer too, <laughs> but I can make yeah. some mean boneless wings from uh, Buffalo wild wings. I'll tell you that. You still get wings from, you got to freaking go to Camilla's to get them now. Worth it. I don't know if it's worth it to drive to Camilla's from North oh. Syracuse. I mean, you used, to be one, used to be one right up the street from here. I know, and I missed that one. But you do realize I'm in that plaza once a week already, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, Paul, you you make it sound, or I shouldn't say you make it sound because society does it, but like, you know, the typical guy experience is more what you're talking about. You know, um, you know my, my wife job? does the cooking. Well, no, you know, you know, my wife does the cooking. You know, I go get takeout. You actually hear stuff like that. You know, that that's how guys are. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like maybe I'm the bitch. Because you know what I did today? You want to know how my day went? I got up. We actually, you didn't say you wanted to. Do you want to hear how yes, my day went? Yes, of course. Sure. I, I thought right. it was a rhetorical question. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got up, whipped up a, a steak, or a steak, uh, a, a sausage, uh, egg, and bagel sandwich for uh, myself and Damara. Played about three hours of Valhalla. Decided to smoke a four-pound slab of bacon. Um, threw a, a pot roast into the uh, the crock pot. Did three loads of laundry and baked a fresh loaf of onion bread. I see nothing wrong with this. I, I feel like I should I be wearing either. a skirt. No, no. I mean, your boy Monty, he calls those uh, kilts, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That is a name that has not been uttered here in quite a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see anything wrong with that, Hugh. I don't see you cooking like that. I mean, there are days that I that I like to cook. I mean, I made I make chili and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's – I don't – like I said, I don't see anything wrong with you, you know, if you wanted to get up and, and, and cook all day. If that was – if that's what you enjoy, if that's what you like doing, I mean, that's uh, – I enjoy playing video games. So if I'm stressed out or whatever, that's what I do. I sit in front of my PlayStation and I play – a video game for a couple hours that just it's distressing that sounds like that's what it, that's what you do to, to, to i just distress. wonder does that mean where does that put me because we males now have categories and and have you heard that there's now a new category uh, along with you know alpha male and beta male you've heard that there's now yep. a gamma male 
you know, have you heard of the gamma male? No. It's somebody who is able to still get women because that's what this is all based on. Oh, of um, course. But they, are, they are not as, as forward. They're a little bit aloof. They may put more skills into things like cooking and, and things that aren't traditionally considered male. But it's a brand new category that I just heard about this week. And I was like, you know what? When I hear the name Gamma Male, I think about my skin turning green and, you know, tearing down buildings and shit. But <laughs> the Angry uh, Rage Monster. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, is that acceptable? I mean, is, that, is it an insult? Like, you know, if someone called you a beta male, you'd be pissed, right? Right. Yeah. So is that acceptable? Are we, is it, are we allowed to have a middle ground? Does it not have to be an insult? We should be evolved enough where it shouldn't be an insult along with the beta male thing shouldn't be an insult. It's just different choices are made, but we have it ingrained in us because we are the last generation where we're allowed to have like strong, like masculine feelings. Um, and it's ingrained into us. So we have to be overly manly and do all the manly things. And like, I have to go out back and chop wood later and all that's not society anymore. You do? No, I was no, I wouldn't know how he to would swing chop. an axe. <laughs> I would have to pay somebody to do it. <laughs> the so closest you know, I've came was chucking an axe. Does that make, does that make, a, does that make you a pay to mail? <laughs> I mean, hold on. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like you that. Know, that's Paul. great. There was a point in time where I considered if the zombie apocalypse happened, once I was settled, I would have to travel and go get you. But now I realize you'd be useless, wouldn't you? Um, I mean, I mean, it'd be great if your computer broke down, but that's about it. Paul, the zombies are attacking. Can you fix your computer? Right. <laughs> have you tried turning it off and back on again? <laughs> yeah, but you know, considering that you, you have incredible luck and incredible charisma, you'd be able to stop them by using Control Z. Right. <laughs> it shouldn't work, but it would. Right, just for whatever reason. <laughs> um, I think I would survive for a little while in a, a zombie apocalypse just by probably dumb luck, and like you said, charisma. Like I would find a group and just fall in with them, just because. Hey, I like this guy. Let's keep him around. <laughs> he pays for everything. Right. <laughs> right. Two days later, they'd be like, "Hey, let's ask Paul what he would do." <laughs> um who can we get online and pay somebody <laughs> oh god um so so does that mean you guys aren't on board with the whole stake and a blowjob day thing we're not going to rally around and make this happen like bigger than it is can, can we actually do that i've already heard of this so yes. i don't know that we can really have any effect on it we, we can't It'd be like, hey, let's make Black Lives Matter bigger. <laughs> we have about an right. equal chance of making that a bigger thing. <laughs> no, we. I tried that and I got scolded for, you know, changing our profile picture for a fucking day. <laughs> so you. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Any Anything left, guys, before we wrap this up for the night? No. No. Did you say yeah, Corbs? No, I'm good, man. Oh, no. You're, I know you're trying to rush it over. You want to go play some fucking Valhalla. Hell yeah. I can't blame you there. All right. I'm going to drop my nuggets. <laughs> drop your nuggets. <clears throat> Pro tip. If you put booze in a, car a cough syrup bottle, you can do shots at work. Good night, everybody. And mega bite me, bitches. Again.
This has been a Geek Pod Network production.